Let's pray. Father, we are again thankful for this day that you, have, that you have given us another opportunity to come into the house of the Lord that we may be able to serve you, to worship you, and to offer the sacrifices of our praise unto thee. Father, thou who knowest each heart, O God, may you grant the desires according to your riches in glory. Father, when we live here, each one will have the assurance of God that he has spoken unto us. Father, may you bless the reading of your word. And help me as I stand here to speak before your children. That I may utter those things that come from you. And will be a blessing to the listeners. Granted, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Before we sit down, let's read from the word of God. We are reading from the book of Isaiah. Chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. We read from verse 1. Isaiah chapter 6. We read from verse 1. This is the great vision that the prophet Isaiah had. In the year that the king Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, each one had six wings. With the two he covered his face, and with the two he covered his feet, and with the two he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth, and said, Lo, this hath touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. And I, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. 
Elana hatu gende lirani Nindio kanjo geranti Nzenzuno ntumanzi Let's pray again Father we read your word May you bless it O God And bless us all In Jesus name I pray Amen You may be seated I'm very glad again to be here with you evening Enjoying sweet fellowship with the children of God. I'm still around for hopefully maybe some few days, two days like that. And I hope to be traveling back to Soroti. God willing, Friday. Thursday, Friday, but I think it should really be Friday. God bless you very much. I think. I will say my name again. I'm called Charles Omwata. There, there may be one or two who don't know anything. So. Maybe the rest may know, but that one person will be wondering, but who is this man? Who is this man? I, I passed a church in Soroti town. I'm also glad to see a visiting brother from very many miles away. I've never met him, but brother, God bless you very much. Amen. I would like to speak on influence. That is one word you have explained in very many words. Hmm? Even in English, it's, it's like that. <laughs> Influence. You can't get one word for it. Even in the English dictionary, it's not there. <laughs> okay. Those are the limitations we have with our languages. In, in Swahili, it is Usawishi wa mtu moja kwa mungine. Oh my. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Influence. Ah, uh, ukulabira ku mtu emberazi nezichusezizo. Ah, King Uzziah. Kabaka Uzia. Oh, Uzia. Uzia, Uzia, Uzia. Kabaka Uzia. Kabaka Uzia. Had been a great inspiration to the prophet Isaiah. Brother Branham says that King Uzziah before he became a king of course he was a son of a king. So his father and mother the king and the queen were godly people. They feared God. And because they feared God, they also brought up this young man, uh, Uzziah, in the fear of the Lord. In other words, he grew up under the influence of a godly father and a godly mother. And it is always good that we believers should endeavor to bring up our children in a godly way. We may not be able to influence them when they are out of home. When they are at school, 
or elsewhere we may not be able to influence them there but when they are at home they are in our hands we have all the authority to influence them by the way that we act the way we talk and the way we do things that is the best we can do while of course praying for them brother Branham says let's just read this in, from the message influence the influence of another now we find out that this young man taken the throne took the throne that is the Uzia. If you want to take some of the scriptures down, it's 2 Chronicles 26 chapter. You can read where it tells that King Uzia after his father died. His father was called Amazia. After he died, being a righteous man and had turned from the Lord and was slain by his own people. Uzia taken his place as a king. And he was set on the throne and anointed at the age of 16 years old when he was just a boy. But he was in line to be king. Yet being just a lad. And he did well. The Bible tells us that he had a godly father and a godly mother. And he could be nothing else hardly with such an influence as to be a godly boy. Because that had been what had been placed before him at all times. So, Uzziah also grew up to be a godly boy because his parents were also a godly people. Definitely his parents taught him the ways of God and he also saw an example of a godly living before with his parents. What they talked, what they taught him, the way they behaved, it must have all been quite godly. Listen to what Brother Branham says. Oh, your family is what you are. You raise your child in a certain environment. It has got 98% better chances to go right than to go right than it has if you bring it up in the wrong way. Bring up a child in a way that he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. He's quoting a scripture there. Be brought up right. 
Teach your children to do right. To be honest. To be square and fair. Even when they are at school. Now many times. Children are prone to copy off of one another. And try to press their way through school. But you know, I think if you just get it yourself, if you, what Brother Brown is talking of, children copying answers from one another at school. Just answers, eh? yeah. not ways. Not ways, okay. copying, copying answers at school. Okay. Yeah, but he's saying, but you know, I think if you just get it yourself, then there's something you can appreciate. You are good graded paper. You know, if you're going to have a test the next day, instead of running around all night and getting up the next morning and think well I will, I, will, I will sit next to so and so they are smart I will, I will copy from them but if you will just before dad returns thank, before dad returns thanks at the breakfast table if you will just say Daddy, remember me. Today I go to take a test in chemistry. Or whatever it is. Then when you pray, Dad, say, Dad will say, God bless John or Mary in their test today. I tell you, it will turn the tide. What the prophet is saying is, even our children, we should teach them to be honest. While they are still that young, when they are at school, teach them that let us struggle independently. Don't think you should copy your answers from your friends. Struggle on your own. Let us, let, let us pray about the test. And God will surely help you. The prophet is saying, it will turn the tide. Listen to what the prophet says here. He says, Say the right thing. Do the right thing. Think the right thing. Always be right thinking. I have a little slogan. Do right. That is your duty to God. Think right. That is your duty to yourself. And you are bound to come out right. Amen. Praise be to God. If you think right, if you do right, everything will come out right. Praise be to God. Now, Uzziah, he stayed right in the line of God. When he was a young king, he remained 
under the atmosphere that his parents had put him in. He remained in the atmosphere that his parents had influenced him into. And when he became a king, he also taught Israel those precepts of God. And he, he, he gave them not only words but also an example. Praise be to God. He corrected the wrong things. He brought back the things of God. He brought Israel back to worship God. And by doing those things, he strengthened himself. Praise be to God. There's a way you strengthen yourself by just you siding with God. And I want to be always thankful for him in his young days. I want to be thankful. Yeah. Because he never played any politics. Although politics might have been against him, but yet he stayed right on the line of duty. And it thrilled this little young prophet. That is Isaiah. It thrilled him to see what example that Uziah was giving. The prophet is saying, and it thrilled this little young prophet, so till he became a hero. He was an example to Isaiah the prophet. Praise be to God. It's interesting. But the prophet looked at the example that the king gave. Maybe you would think it should have been the other way around. Yes, but this time it was the prophet who looked at the life of the king. And he admired the life of the king. Until he made him his hero. And Brother Branham said, What happened next is that Isaiah went to the castle to stay with the king. To be with the king's palace. Praise be to God. Isn't that so wonderful? A prophet admires the life that a king lives. Until the king becomes a hero to the prophet. Until the prophet says, let me go and stay with him. I love that. If there are people we should admire, there are people whose lives we see is tuned towards God. If there are people we should get close to, there are people who give an exemplary life. People whose life you are admiring because of their godliness. Those are the sort of people we should get close to. So, Isaiah admired the life of Uzziah. 
until he, he moved to stay with him. So he called him in. Uh, the king called Isaiah in. He liked Isaiah. Isaiah was also young. They were chums together. They were, they were, they were friends. Praise be to God. So what a wonderful friendship. I wonder who your friend is. The one you call your best friend. Who is your best friend? Your best friend. Should we that one who has got admirable character before God? Just like this Uziah Isaiah did. So somebody whose life was admirable. He he said, no, I better make him my best friend. My brother, my sister. Whether you are at school, or at a place of work, or wherever you may be, let your best friend be somebody whose character is leaning towards God. Out in the world, there are all sorts of characters. All sorts of people with all sorts of behavior. You will meet a good variety of them. And you can choose to be a friend with any you, you, you want. If you, and the way you make your choice it will have an effect on your life. Positive or negative, it depends on the choice you have made. Praise be to God. Now, listen to what the prophet says here. This must have been a great influence. Okay. Because Isaiah loved him. He saw that he was a great man. He stood firm and solid for God. Isaiah looked at the king. He saw that he stood firm and solid for God. He saw that he was a great man. He loved him. And you know, each time, in the days that we live, in the things that we do, remember, the public does not only look at the pastor. They also look at the lady. The public is not only looking at the pastor. He's looking at all of us. Which church do they come from? Where do they pray? Oh. oh, so they are in that church there. That must be a very horrible church. Where women dress with very short dresses like that. Uh -huh. They look at the flock and judge, get the impression of the church out of what they see from the flock. Remember. As you are walking, as you are talking, as you are relating, your life is conveying an influence. To those people you relate with. And from there, they build an opinion of 
you and the church so they, don't, they don't only look at the pastor they also look at the flock. oh how it is too bad when we think of the church sometimes if the pastor belongs to a certain organization or a clan and this organization sends him to a certain church and sometimes that pastor's hands are tied by that organization and the little fellow wants to serve the Lord. He thinks being taught that's about the only way he can do it is by serving his organization. And if he got up and preached what the word said, the church would vote him out. And then he's afraid he wouldn't have a chance then to preach the gospel. Oh, what we need in the pulpit today is men like Uzia was. No matter what the politics of his church or politics of anything else, he played the hand of God. Through. He waited till he found that says the Lord, then he did it. That little prophet, the young fellow about his age, in the temple with him, they would get down together and pray. No doubt. And ask, the will, and ask the will of the Lord. And then compare it with the laws of the Bible. Then if it was alright, Uzia passed, passed it. If it was, if it was not alright, he condemned politics on it. God give us more like that. And that thrilled Isaiah because he was born a prophet. Uzziah became a hero to Isaiah. Because of his stand for God, he became a hero in the eyes of the writers. And there might not be too many writers. But the thing we want to do is to make our life count for God. Somebody is watching you. Praise be to God. You see, King Uzziah lived a life that was admirable even to Prophet Isaiah. And always living a life for God, there is a price to pay for it. Many will not like it. You will not be popular. You will be thought of as being odd. But those who fear God will admire that. 
they will love that. They will respect that. And they will also long for your fellowship. And that is what Isaiah did. That's what Uzziah did. He probably disappointed some members of his kingdom. But he had to stand by the word of God. He stood by the principles of God. You see brethren. We have to stand by the word of God. Whether out we are relating with the world. Whether we are mixing with other people. Who may be of other religious faiths. Who have their way of looking at things. We still have to stand by the principles of the word of God. Praise be to God. And by doing that. You might get bad names on your back. They will call you a cult. They will call you a Branamite. They will call all sorts of bad names on you. But remember, those bad names on you have come because you have taken a stand on the word of God. By the way, you shouldn't feel hurt because you have been given bad names because of your stand on the word of God if you don't let trouble you when you get a bad name because you have done bad things because you have done sinful things because you have done ungodly things but if you are given a bad name because, because of your stand with the word of God rejoice that's what the bible says just rejoice because you are not the first you have ever done that the righteous very many times and over a long period of time just rejoice you know, there are some people who get dispirited when they are persecuted. Now I'm really suffering. This, I was not suffering like this before I believed. Even my friends have run away. And even those who want, those who used to like me now don't like me. Even my parents don't like me. I am now a loner. It is all because of this Christianity. I think I should leave it and get some peace. You will never get peace like that. You will actually get more trouble. There is a peace that God gives that this world cannot give you and nobody can give you it only comes by walking with God but remember the way is narrow very very narrow the whole world might come against you but there are, there are some of your but your brothers will not hate you just side with them they will always be there to stand with you and God, and God of course will not leave you Praise be to God. As we live in this world, I want to ask who influences you as you live in this world. Who influences you? Because we have so many things to influence us in this world. Politics to influence us. Who influences you? In the time of campaigns, you find even some believers. They are saying, now we want a change. 
Believers, mm. we're tired of this, we want to change. Who has influenced such a person to talk like that? Who influences you? My brother, Muganda my sister, Mwanyinazi. we want the influence that comes from God. And the influence that comes from God can only come from somebody who is also working with God. So who influences you? That's a very important question by the way. Because what you are, the life that you live, the things that you do, will all come out of who has influenced you. Who influences you? We have political influence. It's a pity for those who get influenced by politics. You will find one will become of the other party, FDC. And the other one becomes the party of NRM. Then the one of FDC looks at the NRM with very bad eyes. He begins even hating him. Like one brother was telling me. There was a certain Mulokole who entered into politics very strong politics he was deep in it now this brother here you know brother Wenyu is a policeman he, he would tell him brother that is not no for us that was our place as Christians brother would say no. No, 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 no we need to stand for the truth so one time brother Onyu enters into their meeting being a police officer just entered. and he found this brother speaking and what was he saying these people should be killed we need to kill them and the worst people who was not talk of killing real killing not just joking real killing that is the influence of politics it had influenced him so much so that he was talking of spilling blood and he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even wake up and say hey, but am I a Christian talking like that? When a spirit influences you and you even wonder whether it is you yourself doing it. What influences you? We have political influence. We have uh, social influence. We have economic influence. We have military influence. We have influence of music. You know these fellas, there's this man called Jose Chameleon. And there are these other names you hear of. Do you know those people carry a lot of influence? 
They do. They do. They I just met somebody and said, hey, how are you? He said, we are bad, we are mourning our man Kaferro. I said, who is Kaferro? He said, you know how you He had influenced their life. The man maybe didn't know Kaferro personally. But the influence that Kaferro's made in his life. When he felt so bad. Influence. Who influences you? Are you influenced by the musician? who is always singing nothing but silly songs he can influence your life by the way when you are at home you are harming his songs instead of harming the songs of the Lord you are harming the songs of Kafero because he has influenced you Praise be to God. There are enough songs of God to influence your life. There are enough godly, holy songs to influence you day and night. Such that your lips should always be rolling out praises to God. There is influence from music. And this ungodly music has had an ungodly influence on very many people in society. This influence is so heavy, brethren. Until when you get a man or a woman that has been under that influence and present the gospel to them and they believe it takes time for that influence to live completely it takes time because they it's a demon. Muzimu. Because it's bringing a demonic influence upon the lives of the people. Ours is to get influence from the people of God who will give us a godly influence and then we also influence others in a godly way that is our lot but the world is always busy trying to press its influence on us 
What, what do we do? We also influence, put our influence on them. We shall not accept to be defeated. We shan't accept to be pushed aside. My brother, my sister, wherever you go, wherever you are, try to exert your influence in the place. When you, are, when you are in an office and you find them talking stupid things don't just sit there and keep quiet don't even sit there and join their stupid talk if you do they are influencing you don't join their stupid talk exert your influence rebuke it and stand out as a son of God in the midst of that wicked atmosphere God demands of us that wherever we are let us exert our influence we have the influence of football that one we know very well you know Walking with the Lord, I at times realize some things in the world long after they have already taken a hold. Like I realized about Kafero after he had died. I, didn't know I realized some of these things many times later than others. Like this football of, 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 of England. I was just hearing people coming out of the building, shouting and hey, I said, ask one, what is a man? football. I said, why in Nakivubo? I said, no, in England. I didn't understand that. Because I grew up knowing of football here. And there's shouting, shouting in the hall. shouting in the hall. shouting in the hall. Influence. And these waves. These waves of. Of, 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 of science, TV, and radio increase their medium of influence. But unto ungodliness, and you see how it has influenced our young generation. Not only the young generation, I even the Wazis are football spirit. Until you get a young man whom you expect to have been brought up in the ways of God. You find, many times I've, I've met young men asking me, hey, which, which team do you support? For me, I thought it was meaning this one of Uganda. I said KCC. They said, KCC. Yero, yero, yero. They just laughed at me. They just laughed at me. They just laughed at me. They say we are talking of Arsenal. I say no. I I say no. 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 I
They will tell you my team is this. They saw and saw in that team. So and so the young boy is counting for you. So and so in the team. He knows even the vehicles they drive. And they told me they even know the girlfriend. See that influence. It is an influence. It is an influence unto ungodliness. You ask that young boy. Can you now tell me the twelve of, uh, apostles of the Lord? The other one is he knew about twenty of them from one class. And their wives saw that is a he knew all those. Hey, ask him, okay, tell him the twelve apostles. Said he, there was Peter. Simon. Then John. Then Wells. They can only name two, then they get lost. You can see from there who has had an influence in their lives. You can see from there that the gospel has not had an influence in the lives of these people. Football has had an influence in their lives. I always want to say this. You may say because I'm old. Or you may think because I'm out of step at times. But I want to say this. The spirit of football is a demonic spirit. And the children of God have no part with it. We should realize this. Just because the whole world is mad for it. Does not mean it is spiritual. One time a certain pastor of a church. Pentecostal church. It was on a Sunday. He was saying, I want us to thank God yesterday because Uganda beat what was this image? Niger oh yeah, eh? Uganda beat Nigeria. Yeah, I want us to thank God that Uganda beat Nigeria. Nigeria. So what? So what? If Uganda beat Nigeria, Uganda beat Nigeria, Uganda beat Uganda. Uganda. What what is that to God? How does that influence for God? You could see from such a statement the pastor and the church were influenced by football. That is a demonic spirit. And if you believe believer if you believe and that spirit is strong on you. Whether you come here, the pastor lays hands on you and cast out that demon. I'm preaching the gospel. Not because I'm an old man. I'm preaching the A certain church. A message church, moreover. The pastor was preaching in a midweek like today. And he was noticing the believers were 
So when he closed the service, I immediately people just walked away. Not even waiting to greet one another. The pastor was confused. Yes, one brother. Brother, what was all of the brethren behaving like that? Say them, don't you know? This the final of Africa Cup. No, you tell me. Were they listening to the preaching of the pastor when they were in the church? They were not. Their mind was in the football. Their spirit was in the football. All about them was in football. at home. And wondering why this man is wasting their time. Influence. God have mercy. Upon a people like that. We should be influenced by God. We should be influenced by the things of God. The things that should excite us are the things of God. And I've learned a very simple principle. Things that excite the world. You better walk away from it. Just walk away from it. You can be sure the spirit there is not of God. Because the spirit of God has never excited the world. Football influence. As young men, fight that spirit. The Bible says, resist the devil at the so that the spirit of football, you resist, it. you resist it and it will Otherwise, you will even fail to read your books because of football. Exam is tomorrow, you are busy watching football. You didn't want to miss. My team was playing. My team. They have started owning teams in but their lives. It actually possesses them. It possesses them. It becomes a spirit. Then the effects of it will show in your life. More time for those things and less time for God. You can keep awake until 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock watching football. And you cannot even keep awake for 2 hours praying. Influence. What influences your life? That's the influence of football. They are the influence from superstars, film stars. Film stars. You find young men. They have made film stars their example. Who influence them? 
Until you find young men flocking to videos. Because they have got their stars there. Giving them a wrong influence. This is what they get from videos. And they do it normally. It looks like part of life. Influence. It's not a godly influence at all. You see, these influences that are fighting over this, the lives of these people. The influence of this, the influence of that, 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 the influence of but regardless of that, it is still our responsibility to try to put a godly influence in the world. Begin with your family. Implant, implant an influence of God in your neighbors. Feel the influence of God upon you. All that you relate with, put an influence of God upon you. Academic influence. You know, there is also influence of academia. You are just nothing but talking of academics all the time. Like Pythagoras said. Pythagoras 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 these things are all useless without God. If you have your philosophy, keep it where it belongs. Keep it where it belongs. Then you find for us. I, I, I like working with this brother. Because our language is at par. They say we are learned friends. Aha, we are learned friends. Because if you talk with these ones, they will not understand. That's the influence of academics. I call it, I call it an academic demon. Then there's the influence of dressing. Influence of dressing. You look at society. Did you know, for example, some years ago, it was not normal to see a woman putting on a trouser. Or putting on a very short dress. Very tight. It was not normal. I remember. Some years ago, maybe about 15 years. 
If a lady passed the taxi park with a tight short dress, they were will begin with Today it is not the case. Nobody will even whistle. It is now normal. That influence sat upon society. Nobody is shaken now. Actually, you who is shaken, they will wonder about you. This man looks primitive, eh? From which village have you come from? You can see how the influence of ungodliness has sat into a society until these days you hear it instead. I also want one which is short like that one. It's very nice. Eh? Uh, this one is too long. Uh, it is now admiring. Influence. A a wicked influence. So what influences you? Like this, this university girls. They, they, they really an indecent spirit which has sat here in a until I don't think that these girls before they came to Makere they all had those trousers but once they come there they begin to pester in their parents I also want but one because everybody because it's spirit in the uniform. What will influence you? Are you going to go to Makerere? You are a, a God-fearing girl. Then because everybody is putting on a trouser. You also say, I also want to begin to be the old man, the old one out. Then you also begin putting on trousers. Or you, you begin putting on tight dresses. Because you don't want others to laugh at you. That is when you should stand and show the influence of God upon your life. Yes. That's when you should show you have a God. It changes not. That's when you should show that you have a God whom you fear. And that's when you should show them you have taken sides with Jesus. Regardless, whether they laugh at you, whether you are dressing like Jaja, that doesn't matter. You just take your stand with God. Who knows? Who knows? You might influence one of them to throw away those trousers and accept Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. While the world is exerting their influence, let's also exert our godly influence upon them. At any rate, 
Praise be to God. But, brother Abraham says, God will bless a man that is true to his word. How God blesses a man that will be true to the word of God. He may not be very popular, but he will be blessed. And now, People have to take their choice. Whether they want to act like the rest of the fellows or whether you want to be blessed of God. You can just take your choice. If you are going to live like the rest of them, then you will be blessed by them. But if all your desires is to God, you will be blessed by God. But always remember the Creator first. Always. Praise be to God. So you know what happened? God blessed the King Uziah. Because he stood by the word of God. Because he defended God. Because he took sides with God. God blessed him. Let me tell you. God will always bless anybody. Anybody. will take sides with him. You will bless him. Anybody. will take sides with God. By God, and all the forces around him. God will bless that. So God bless Uziah. Prospered. He had a stable kingdom. He was he, had, he claimed back the land that the other 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 countries had grabbed from Israel. All looked very well. Then a problem developed. A problem developed. Listen here. Now, but when this king Uzia got to a place, being such a great man, and influencing Isaiah and the writers, influencing Isaiah. And the righteous of, of his kingdom. He got to a place where he got feeling self secured. And that's where you make your mistake. There is where so many that is where so many righteous people bite the dust of shame. Bite of the dust of defeat is because they begin to feel self-secure. You begin to think that you have lived so long for Christ. That no matter what he presents before you, you will take your choice whether you want it or not. 
You have got to continue to serve God. No, no matter what you were back 10 years ago, it is what you are now. The king got to a place that he thought within himself that he got lifted up. Pride got into his heart. And that's what has happened to us. If you will pardon this expression. That is what has happened to our churches throughout the country. There are fine people in there. Some of the best in the world goes to those churches. But the thing of it is, the organization system gets lifted up. That's what has happened to the Methodist, to the Baptist, the Nazarene, the Pilgrim Holiness, and the Pentecostal. They lifted up. Self-willed, self-centered. Pride that you can't tell nothing to. God cannot find a way to get into their hearts. Because they have become so I know it all that nobody can tell them anything. And by building themselves around reasoning with brethren they build themselves around their creed. And when they do, they leave God in the back. Praise be to God. When people get lifted up, they leave God behind. It's now them. Do what they want to do. And remember, they got lifted up. Because the God blessed them. Don't forget that. They walk with the God. They did the right thing. They, they lived the right life. And God also has to fulfill his law. He will do it. When you live right with God, you do the right thing. God will bless you. But after blessing him, he felt he has everything. All is well. Everything is okay. He got lifted up. Now I can do what I want. When God tries to tell them this, they can never listen. I cannot do what I want. That's where the problem comes. And Uzziah, he lifted himself up. Brother Branham says that's the problem of the denominations. And then he makes a statement here. That's why denominations, of course, what? They leave God behind. So they continue moving without God. Brother Branham says when you leave God out of anything, then you, you, you better leave me also out of it. Because you must always remember God first. Listen here. So many today 
You take a family of people that will start going to church. And God will heal the little family. He will bless them, give them the Holy Spirit in their life. The little children will pray around a table. They will pray before they go to bed. Mother and father will join hands and pray. And as long as they do that, as long as they continue like that, they will stay a family. But you let them get. First thing you know, they did not have anything. They had an old junk car maybe Riding around in Or maybe they were walking Finally Because God has blessed them eh? They walked right They had the Holy Spirit They prayed They brought their children well They they, they were just walking They had a very old car Finally They get a good car A better home And the first thing you know They want to get to what the world calls A better class They want to get to what the world calls A better class to associate with then they move to a different neighborhood and when they do that they find out they become influenced by the wrong influence you must always stay where the kingdom of God is and where the glory of God is being poured out stay where you can be spiritually fed day and night then the first thing you know after they have moved to a better class society neighborhood the first thing you know separation comes in the home Worldliness comes in. They get lifted up. In other words, the blessings of God will leave. You must continually remain working with God for the blessings of God to remain with you. You depart. You can't live on what God did in your life 10 years ago. And then now you live any way you want. God's mercies are to follow you all the days of your life. You also need to continue working with him all the days of your life. Praise be to God. So you know what happened with the King Uzziah? He got lifted up. He got lifted up until he thought he cannot do anything. That's a very dangerous level. If God has blessed you and you can see and tell everybody that God picked me from a nobody and made me somebody that should humble you the more and that should make you serve him the more praise be to God so Uzziah, Uzziah got lifted up 
And you know what he did? He went to the temple and started offering a sacrifice. They work not for a king but for a priest. They came and warned him. Said king, that's not your work. That's not your responsibility. That is for the priest. Please, king, don't do that. Because he felt he was high. He got annoyed. And he rebuked them. Because he had reached a point of being so lifted up until nobody could correct him. He rebuked them. He had now stepped out of his boundaries. And you know what happened? He was struck with leprosy. He was struck with leprosy. Listen, as long as he remained a king, he was a blessing to the people being a king. But when he thought he was a minister, because God had blessed him to be anything he wanted to be, but he was a blessing to the people as a king. Not as a minister, as a king. He became a curse to them when he tried to take the minister's place. Praise be to God. Amen. And Brother Brown says, and we have a lot of that. Everybody wants to pack the ball. He says, it is like a team playing football. Now this is our side. Now, instead of us cooperating, the same side each one wants to grab the ball from the other. He says they will never win like that. He says our duty is to guard the one with the ball so that nobody will grab the ball from him. And that's the problem. People want to do what they are not supposed to be doing. Brother Branham says, maybe somebody in the church has got a very good influence in the church. You know, people can get can have influence. They can have influence in the church. God maybe has blessed him in a certain way until he has a lot of influence. I give an example. A certain brother might have a gift. Maybe a gift of discernment. God keeps revealing revealing him things about about the lives of brethren. And it is accurate. Believe me or not, that brother will have an influence among the But he will be a blessing to the 
blessing as long as he remains there in that responsibility. But when he feels because I have influence among brethren now, I think I can also become a minister now. Then he wants to start and pray. He might become a curse. You only become an influence when you remain within that region. Where God, where God has placed you, then you, will be, then you will be a blessing. An influence for the good of the church. But when you come out by way because God has blessed you in a certain you place, place you, feel, you feel you can jump to another place. Like Uzia did. You become a curse. That's why. It's important that everybody remain in his position. If it's a gift, everybody remain under that gift. God had called Isaiah to be a king. And when he remained a king, fearing God, God blessed him. But when God blessed him, and then he became proud, and he could invade others. It became a curse. And actually, Uzziah got leprosy because of that, which remained with him until when he died. Listen here. This proves it here. Uzziah was a This proves it here. When this king, when he was rebuked, and he was told the truth by the minister of the building, and tried to tell him that he was wrong, that God called that for Aaron's descendants only, they were the ones consecrated for that service only. The king, no matter how righteous he was, no matter how much God had blessed him, he had no right to burn incense. He was taking the king, the priest's place. And he should not do it. And when he was rebuked, he got annoyed. His temper flew up. And, and right while his temper flew up, leprosy appeared on his face. He broke out with leprosy. And when he dropped the censer, he ran out of the building. Trying, trying to impersonate somebody else. We should not do that. No matter how great the man was, he had to abide by his calling. And you know what happened? Okay, let me just give this quote finally. Brother Branham says, So, we want Christ now while we can. 
Don't be influenced by men who maybe can send more pottage down. Don't be influenced for men that will give you a better machine to ride on. Or a better home to live in. And you sell your birthrights to Christ. Watch what you are doing. Always follow that one who is influenced and is backed up by God. And, and you know that God is with them. Don't follow wrong influence. Praise be to God. Amen. You know what happened? Uziah died. Now when Uziah died, it was a disappointment to Isaiah. When Uziah died, Isaiah thought, What must I do? He had leaned on Uziah a lot. And then now, he was gone. He said, What do I do? What the young prophet do? He went to the temple to pray he fell down on the altar and he cried out then this is where I want to read my final quote sometimes God lets the very props to be knocked from under us sometimes he lets sickness to strike us. Sometimes he lets disappointments strike us. Sometimes he lets heartaches strike us. But sometimes he does that to get you where you will be influenced by the gospel. When that happens, be wise enough to catch it. Don't, don't be stupid enough to walk away from it. Praise be to God. At times, God allows such situations to come our Many times he has seen we are trying to walk away from God. Many times he has seen the life we are living is not proper before him. So he allows at times those heartaches those that he will get you to be influenced by the gospel. And he says, when that happens, be wise enough to understand it. Be wise enough to get hold of it. Don't be stupid enough to walk away from it. 
That's a very nice advice. Chinyweze wenyweze wifocho kuchita. That's a very nice advice. Agomagezi marunji nyo. Because what is God trying to do? God wants to make sure we are always influenced by Him. Everything that we do, the summary of it all, God wants us to be influenced by Him. And follow after those who will influence us towards God. Because their very lives are influenced by God. Praise be to God. And maybe I leave you with the thoughts. The person you are following, the person you admire, the one you are close with, the one just among us, live alone. Mufi. Among us, Mufi. the Mufi. one you want to, you, you admire his life. I want to be like that one. Who is he influenced by? Yeah. Who has influenced his life? That is very important. Because if that person is influenced other than by the word of God, and yet you are admiring him, then I pity you. Because you are destroying your life. But if that person is influenced by God, and you see that the influence around him, or her, or her is a godly one, then you surely ought to get closer to that person. Because it will help your soul. It will build you up. It will take you closer to God. Praise be to God. And even, I always say this, even among pastors, I have seen pastors behave and act that no matter how dull you are spiritually you this man is not influenced by the word of God you can just see he's influenced by money he's influenced by dollars you will fail to see that. And if you can read that, what business are you having? What will it help you? Where will it take you? What will it build for you? Somebody is influenced by material things. And all his gospel rotates around that. Then following. It's a pity. That's why we say try to be influenced by the word of God and by one whom you know his life is also influenced by the word of Because when you do that you will be sure you are on the right track with God and you will get the blessings of God your life. God bless you very much. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I want to thank you for even this time. 
sharing this message on influence that, that your prophet preached many years ago father that message is still alive even, up, even today because you certainly long that we should be influenced by you, by you and your word should influence us and that we should also influence others because we have worked with you Lord. Father may you help us at this time when there are so many spirits trying to influence our lives trying to influence the lives of our children trying to influence in this generation that we may also exert the influence of the spirit of God in this wicked world that Lord we may always shine as lights in the darkness of this world. Bless the pastor of church and the flock as they endeavor to show the influence of Christ in this city that is filled with wickedness. This city that is filled with religious perversion. Lord, may you bless and help your children to exert a godly influence. That those of thine children who are still walking in darkness may see the influence and, and come in your gospel crowd and walk with you Lord Father may you grant it in Jesus name I pray Amen